Yo, 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 yo. She thinking we speak it. The names don't even have to be said. That's true. Because you, you wanted to change it up. You don't want to be saying the names all the time. It's Jerry Lugo. I'm Brian Lugo. Well, you finally got something? Nah, I was just like, you know what? Let's just go straight into it. It's not even like, it's not even like we have to continue. It's not like, you know, third grade where you have to continually. Who's in class? Raise your name. Raise your hand if you're in class today. Nah, what? Hey, That's Jack. what makes it fun, bro. So then what's your take today? Let me hear that. Let's see. I got a couple that I never use. So you tell me whatever sounds <laughs> like. Which one should I stick to? I got it. Ready? Yeah. Yo, yo, yo. You already know it's Brian Lugo, a.k.a. the good dude who got turned into a fuckboy. You use that one a lot. Yeah, that's, so that's very old. How about this one? Good evening, everybody. What's up? How you doing? Good morning. If you're just waking up, it's your boy, Brian Lugo, a.k.a. the Compromise King. Ooh, I like that. Because I'm always you've, compromising. <laughs> you've definitely rehearsed that shit like oh, three times. Nah, bro. I didn't. Uh, how about this one? Ooh. <laughs> oh, <let> me <laughs> take a sip. This kid with all his <laughs> dramatics. Come on. Good evening, everybody. How's everyone doing? How you feeling? Good. That's what I was trying to hear. It's none other than Brian Lugo, a.k.a. Brian Lugo. AKA the dying breed. Wait, so you repeated your name twice? We understood you the first time when you said Brian Lugo. Okay, so I, <laughs> I should have just so went straight into it. Yeah, Yo, what's up, everybody? <laughs> it's your boy, the dying breed. Because you know Ooh. I'm just one of a kind. There we go. That's a good one, right? That was better. I'm going to put an asterisk next to that. <laughs> nah, that was way better. Yo, mine is as basic as, as yo, my name is Jerry Lugo. J Lugs. Jerry fucking Lugo. Cause if people don't, the people that don't know, my my initials are JFL, so I use it's Jerry Francisco Lugo, but just to play on words, I just say Jerry fucking Lugo. Mm, so you see, it kinda, I never heard you say that before. Nah, because I always that's actually I don't use my middle funny. name. That's, I know. <laughs> Brittany loves that shit. That's that's dope. It's Jerry fucking Lugo. Yeah. So fuck it. I mean, let's let people know that it is what today is May thirty first. It's a Sunday. 8 in the evening, Eastern Time. For those of you living on Western Time, that's 5, <laughs> 5.55 Are you PM. looking at the clock right now? No, but <laughs> I know the, the West, West Coast is three uh, hours behind. So. Yeah. So, yeah, we, um, we're in quarantine still. This is our first quarantine episode. Um, it's been March, let's see, March, April, May. Three months so far that we've been stuck in the house. Curfew hours. Even though I don't really feel the curfew... Oh, As much right now, upstate, we're in upstate New York. I don't really, like, I've seen cops doing the patrolling, but I, I still see people out, still see people driving, so I don't know what that's about. So now, I mean, yeah, like, the whole quarantine, lockdown, uh, what's it called? Curfew. I don't know. I've, I've been seeing videos on Instagram of, like, New York City applying that shit, but I don't know if they're as maybe a little less lenient up here, upstate, because... You can hear right now, people are throwing up fireworks, and it's way past eight. Yeah, word. At first, I thought it was tear I'm always hearing some bullshit outside on the block, like, on the street. I thought it was tear gas for a second, because that's all. Last night, we heard that boom, 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 boom. But to answer your question, nah, the curfew here, they just put it into play. Now it's seven to seven. So if they if cops see any anybody walking the streets, or even if you're not commuting from work, you know, you're going to be told to go home. Yeah. <clears throat> so because of the what happened last night, which was the looting in Conley Center, which was also the the damages to, to banks downtown in downtown Albany, which was crazy. You and saw actually like windows broken and shit like that? I saw, yeah, I saw a little bit of damage. I saw one shattered and nice. a guy was still working through the shattered glass at this bank. Damn. Oh, uh, yeah. But they were going to fix. They were obviously on the on the way to fixing it. But it's been a movie. This is you can't even write a better script. This has been movie like. Bro, when this 2020 movie or Netflix documentary comes <laughs> out next year, you already know it's just going to be crazy. Bro, there was one guy who had I guess he had the, the most balls to be in to be up last night. He was a reporter for um, some news outlet. But he was out last night around one o'clock in the morning, recording everything live, 
and he even got shot with a rubber bullet. Oh shit! Yeah, in the middle of of you know cops trying to take everybody out of those streets in downtown Albany, and he was just for four hours straight on a live stream. So me and Brittany were like, "Oh my god, like this guy gets killed!" Like, "Oh my god!" Damn, man, you should have you should have invited him to this podcast. That that's who we got to interview. <laughs> and this nah, over he here, was, he's trying to be Nightcrawler Part Two. Yeah, OD. He was interviewing like you know everybody, everybody like the hood. Uh, because they would just come up to his camera and be like, yo, yo, scream out like a gang name, whatever. Yo, this is me, Mo Money. Uh, yo, you see what we doing out here? Look at crazy. Bro, I'm telling you, you look like the purge. And I was like, this guy, if they just like give him a one, two, three, and, and three piece of shit, yeah, <laughs> he'll be so tight. <laughs> but oh, yeah. he, he was recording like He probably was, got some great content, though. Yeah, he did. I mean, I but mean, it's good that... I don't know how he's putting it out there, like how he's actually like surfacing that video and stuff like he that. He was putting, he was going through Facebook, and then his news outlet uh, had like a following, so he was using the live on Facebook, and people he had almost twenty thousand people in this area on that on that live stream, mm. and I was like, yo. That's but fire. how did he portray the people that were in the video? Like, yo, look at these animals nah, looting, doing he, this shit. No, no, no. He had no. Uh, he he. He. You should have seen all the comments on that live stream because everybody was like, "Yo, great reporting, great reporting. This guy deserves to be in Fox. Like, you should quit your job, and I want to write you a a referral to CNN." And people were like, like oh "My God, doing the most because he was strictly like not even putting his opinions on it. He was just reporting what he saw. It wasn't like." Oh, these people are in the middle of doing this. Like, what? This is my opinion. This is my take. He didn't say none of that. It was more, he would grab the pers- you know, ask a question, but grab the perspectives of the people that were on the street at that time. Yeah. And it it was it was great. It was great reporting. I'm not gonna lie. I was I was hooked for the hour. I was like, yo, I'm watching, I'm watching something that you can't ever watch on the news because it's always chopped up to be perfect. Yeah. And this is live shit. Like, if this guy gets shot, gets mugged, you're seeing that live. Yeah, no. Nah, you know? And true. so, but you, you only were, prayed you for were the there, guy. Um, what was it, yesterday or two days ago? Right uh, here in downtown when I they went, did the rally. I went yesterday. Yeah, yesterday was um the protest in Albany for George Floyd's, uh, you know, uh, murder, uh, death. And... He and not nah, in the protest. The one thing I can say is that, you know, I was never like a big protester, a big activist in protest. Um, but what I, I saw was that once I was in that protest, once I was in the middle of all those people, I felt their energy. I felt it was almost like a one collective group um, towards what happened in the world, you know, last week. Yeah. And I was like. I feel this powerful movement. I only it only drew me closer to what had occurred and it gave me like it almost gave me like a gauge the the heartbeat of like the city. Like how what were people feeling, you know, out here in these streets, not in Minnesota, not in Indiana, like out in Albany, like our people supporting and actually speaking out on these issues. And I was shocked to see a lot of white Americans, white people, literally out in these in these protests in the middle of these. A lot of you know young white people, which I even applaud even more, um, acknowledging their privileges and standing up for for justice. Yeah, no, that's cool to see. And I only I only empowered me more. I was just like, what more can I do? Um, and like I said, I also. I gauged how everybody was feeling out in Albany, which was, you know, you see tweets, you see IG stories, you see that, and you're like, ah, people are putting this up just because Yeah. sometimes. You know, they're just doing it because it's trendy. It's a thing that people are talking about. But uh, really being inside of a protest, you feel the anger, you feel the emotion, the sentiment towards, you know, all the things that are happening in the world today. And I only, it only made me feel a lot you know, it made me feel like uh, there has to be a lot more done for this to to bring justice to what happened for, to this young man. How long was the the walk though? 
Now nah, we walked down to um, it wasn't that long. We went, we met up right in front of um. I don't even know that what that building was called, but it's literally where the mayor sits. It's like mm-hmm. the government. It's one of the state buildings, the government buildings. Literally that big like house like like assembly building. Kind of yeah. And it has the statues. Yeah, and, like, it has that big statue. Yeah, it's big n- front lawn. In front yeah. of it's on yep. like on Union Street or something like that. I think that yeah. camera just went out. Yeah. But, on Union Street, no Eagle Street or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That um, I forget the name, the proper name for that building, but it was literally right in front of like the steps, um, on the other side, and um, it's like a precinct slash police building there, right? We'll clear that up later. I remember I went because I had to pay a fucking bill or a ticket. <laughs> Some stupid shit, bro. This cop literally pulled me over one day to write me a ticket to then tell me. You don't even have to pay this ticket. You could literally take it down to this building and they'll, you know, uh, clearance it or, you know, wipe it off. Uh, but I still need to write it to you. I need to still need to write it for you. I'm like, the fuck? Dang, you're just making more work for me. If you're telling, telling me I'm not even going to have to pay for this, why even write it? Like, Why even put me in a position where I have to go? Yeah, it was for like a... Waste my time. It was some dumb shit. It was for like a taillight. That I had the bulb in my car, but I was dropping somebody off, so I wasn't gonna change it in the middle of the highway, obviously. <laughs> and he was like, "All right, um, I still gotta write it, but you know, you take this down within the five to the ten days, you're not even gonna have to pay." I'm like, "Nigga, <laughs> I got you wasting my time. Like, you're not yeah. respecting my time over here." But mm-hmm. whatever. How did you feel when when um, everything happened? Everything transpired with George Floyd. I mean, seeing the videos and then me and Gio were talking in in my room and he was just about to step out to go downtown to to also walk down and and do the protest. And you see um, there was a family of like four black family that pulled up and parked right here on this on the street. And there's a little ass kid. It's like a teenage two teenagers and a dad. I was like, damn, like even families are pulling up to this. You know what I'm saying? Especially the little kid. The little kid looked like he was still in, like, kindergarten or something like that. I was like, wow. Like, at one point, I felt prideful. Like, people were still, you know, standing up for what they know is right and what is supposed to be, you know, justice or stuff like mm-hmm. that. But also, I felt like, 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 almost like emotional, like, damn, like, why can't everybody just get along? Why does it have to even be, why did it have to get to this point? Yeah, because it's deeply rooted. Because so much violence and shit like that. It's just the world is ugly right now. So yeah, it's it's like and it's because it's a lot of the fact that black people, but all almost yeah, black people more have not gotten their way for such a long time. That's why that list of all those names that died from police brutality. That's disgusting. You yeah. feel me? Like to. To continually hear someone die because from the hands of a cop, yeah, you why believe why trust a cop? You know what I'm saying? Why put your 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 belief? You know your trust in a cop and where they've failed you so many times on camera. You've seen it on camera. They're failing multiple people, especially black people, and which I you know. I see the violence and I see the things that are happening in the world. And I think obviously everyone is because everybody is emotionally moving from this. Um, but I was going to say, like, when it comes to even looting, I see why people are doing it. I don't know. I saw a post. I did. I did feel like um, earlier before we even stepped in this room, I felt that way. But then I saw a post today that was like made me think another like take a second and think in a different way. Um, let me see if I can pull it up. And it was about looting, and it was about, you know, people that are breaking into um, businesses and stuff like that and stealing. It said, looters are not a representation of the Black Lives Matter movement. Stop trying to put them together. There are protesters marching with a purpose, and then there's there's completely there's a completely separate group of people who are using the chaos and distractions as an opportunity to steal. And y'all eating it up because it fits the narrative y'all want to push. My ears and eyes are on the same head. Don't mean that they're saving, serving the same purpose. Get the fuck out of here with all that propaganda. <laughs> that's a good. That's another. That's so a I was great like, point. yeah, th- that's that is true. That's like some of the point. people that are like just breaking into businesses or 
are, you know, um, stealing and stuff like that. What are they even doing that for? And what are they really, what does that help? I don't feel like that's helping. I think in a way, the stealing and the doing all that, not really, but the message that comes from that. It's almost yeah. like, yo, act quicker, government. Yeah. Act quicker, police departments around the world. Because you continue to, to you know, let these, uh, these officers get a slide and get a pass each time they do stuff like that. That's, yeah, that's how I felt before. And this is, no, this is how we feel as a community, as a country. So we're going to take out these places that you love to go to. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that, that is re- really the one of the reasons why I could see looting as being a viable way of, you know, handling the problem. But when it comes to, you know, um, this, uh, th- that's basically what I was going to say. Like, yeah. That's when I could see looting as the, the the only way into getting my point across, especially I, a black person. No, nah, yeah. Um, I think you just gotta be smart as to what businesses you're you're putting on fire and shit like that. There was a video that that I saw again on Instagram, and you can't escape it now too. Which is like, first it was the quarantine and the COVID just killing your newsfeed, and now it's this too. Well, it's not killing it, but it's just like you know, it's everywhere. And it was a video of a guy old black man who was like crying and literally in tears and he's on the street like um kind of yell yelling and uh towards like a group of black people like yo this business that you you tore down was mine like i worked so hard for this like i'm a black man too so why why are you bringing down my business mm. if anything you want to um disrupt the white man and this and that do it to their business, but this was mine. I worked hard for this. Like I'm trying to make a change too, so I felt for him. I was yeah, like, "That's a good point." He's a, he's also trying to. He has no, you know what I mean. He, he's probably fighting for the same exactly. cause, so and then getting and now his whole shit is torn up, getting disrespect, like, you know, damn. disrespected in the middle of it. Now, yeah, that 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 sucks because that's what these looters don't see too. Like they're hurting sometimes their own. But that was a good point you said earlier about these looters are not, like, to not get it twisted. Like, looters are going for something. They're going for money. They're doing all these things, too, because of the distractions from the protests. They're moving in that direction to get something that they, that's that has nothing to do with They try to make a come up. Yeah. Yeah. With, with all the chaos. That was a great on. point. You made me, like, look at it differently right now, too. Like, you have to admit there's some people that are, like, Oh, I, actually trying to they make probably a change. Don't even really are out there for the the protest. It's just like, oh shit, I could rob and steal. Yeah, I got my mask on, this and that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, damn, bro, like, come on. I wasn't even looking at it like that, and I think that's a good point that you brought up. If you go to rob and steal, do it for a change, like, do it for a, 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 reason, a bigger like purpose, a like a message. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not just to to get the newest headphones or some shit, like, because nah, then that defeats the whole purpose as to. What you're even doing it for? Yeah. I saw a, a video on Twitter that was crazy. It was on a a cop car, right, being blockaded by you know people protesting, and had, they were holding up a fence towards the car. And the car, the guy got so fed up that he just he couldn't go through because he was trying to go past through to the next road. Mm. He just pushed through, floored it on these people, yeah, and pushed something. through all these people. Yo, this shit really turned to like a whole Batman, <laughs> Gotham City like Bro. sequence. This whole, like in a matter of a couple of weeks. Not even a couple of days. This shit went down like couple of days. This thing is acting like that. I never seen a response throughout the whole country. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In terms of everybody protesting, everybody, you know, um just making a statement towards what happened that that day, yeah, you know, and the killing of George Floyd. Yeah. I was just like, this has moved so fast around the world. Even people in Germany, in London, oh, where? are protesting. Yeah, and I'm like, wow, for them to do it, they're not even part of this country. That's just that's an embarrassment. You know what I'm saying? They're standing for a cause, obviously against racism, but the fact that they're not facing that. You know, in their country where they're standing it within German people, but they're standing for U.S. citizens, it is like we should be discussing and embarrassed as go- as a government, as a police department, 
because this should not be happening. It's not happening in places like London and Germany, from what I know, around the world. Mm -hmm. I, I was appalled at that, bro. I was just like, that's crazy. They're leading their own protests in support of George Floyd. That's powerful. I don't think this has been the most, you know, powerful movement. Because I, yeah. I think this has also been the last straw, too. People all over the world are just so tired and fed up that the list continues to get longer and longer and longer. You know, because cops are killing young, black, innocent people every time and not being accountable. You know, it disgusts me, too. It sickens me. But I was going to say, like, um, I don't know if you know. There's a weird... <laughs> To it, you know. Yeah, no, my whole turn. Nah, no, because not nah, things like that. They're supposed it's to move you yeah, emotionally. It's kind of heavy, yeah. It's heavy stuff that I, you can't sugarcoat it. That's that's just the way it is. You what know. Were you gonna say? I was gonna say. I don't know if you heard about this person about these group of hackers. Then they're, they're called. Um, they're under. They're not even called anything. They're under the name of anonymous. But they, that's how they describe themselves, and they hack. Like, they hack certain information to expose the truths and the lies that the government has been giving to the public. So okay. they go, you know, they go into the deep web and they find out certain shit. And they actually found out they pulled up documents exposing Trump to be a, a, um, to be a part of the, ch the child sex trafficking stuff that was with Epstein. And Epstein, I don't know if you... No, no, but he also was. Remember that man that was. Nah, you probably don't. You don't even follow me. I could. I mean, I got a computer right here. No, nah, but long story short, he was also he was another powerful man who, um, always was around rich people. Was you know and stuff like that. But he was a child sex molester. He was paying little kids to come to his crib to give him massages. And they would turn out to be obviously different. They would be oral. Orals, you know, it would be an exchange for sexual pleasure. Yeah, little kids, how, boy. They're like 14, 16, 17, wild. minors. Yeah. And he, he always, because he, he has so much money and he has so much power, he didn't get prosecuted um, because he would have plea deals. And he paid them off or whatever the case was. Um, but it ended up, for, you know, it ended up him going to jail. He actually had a face time. And in the in the midst of that, he committed suicide. That's what they said. But these guys hacked the web and found out that Trump supposedly ordered for for his own people to kill him because they were they were also in cahoots. They were okay. friends. They were um, acquaintances, and they had respect for each other. But they were saying that Trump was also affiliated with his child sex um, trafficking stuff too. But people couldn't prove it. And it got shut down. Like people weren't talking about it. But this group of hackers found that up and brought it back to the light, found documents supporting that. And people are saying this guy should be not in office. This is the man that we voted into office, not me. But people who did vote for him, you have a child sex molester up there. Yo, I, I mean, when's the... See, this is the thing, because, like, I feel ashamed that I don't even know enough about, like, the voting and stuff like that. I, have never, I haven't been paying attention and stuff like that mm -hmm. about registering to vote and all But that shit is mad crucial, especially when you're talking about you mm -hmm. know, who's going to be making the That's the most like crucial that. thing. I think right there you hit it on the nail. Like, in order for anything to change, yeah. you have to be a part of the change. Simple and, things like... Not, that's not simple, but the first step is a protest. Second step is getting, you know, making your vote count. You should be electing people within your community that stand by your same viewpoints. Yeah. You know, we, should, we shouldn't be turning a blind eye towards government stuff, especially the local government. Because then the, things like this happen where you don't, you know, somebody was voted in. Because they got more votes and people actually care to vote that person in, but does not sh share the same beliefs as you and I do. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's that's what sucks. Like people, that's why they push that amongst the youth.
to vote more because we just carelessly just run around life not giving a fuck about it and then it bites us in the ass when it comes to situations like this yeah but that's a way that that helps everything as a whole you know voting voting for for your politicians voting for your your um your mayors your governors your local your district attorney every position in government mm. you know but so we gotta vote for you bro we <laughs> gonna vote for jerry lugo mayor of albany yo this guy over here talking like things he, like this yo it sparks, he has an agenda things like this spark you know an interest in those things for mm-hmm. me for myself like i'd be like oh shit never thought you could be like a public speaker or something like that nah but i would love to like you know make that change within government because that's how you make change yeah i, I heard a, uh i was watching a tick there was a tiktok of this black officer and basically he was just saying like this is the reason why i became an officer mm-hmm. because of all these injustices happening this won't happen on my watch when this shit is in my face i guarantee it i was like that's how you make change he said, this is what I stand for, and this is what my life's purpose, purpose is going to be. An officer that is against the racist ideals that other officers have. And I'm going to check them. I was like, yo, that's how you that's how you break the cycle. Yeah, nah, that's definitely true. I mean, I, I feel for like the, the officers who are definitely against it, you know what I'm saying? But they have to... I don't know. They they also like they don't know or I don't know how to put it. Like they don't they don't stand for the the shit that's going on, but they have to be out there in the uniform and and stuff like that. Yeah, that that has and to be still the th- deal with the shit as if it was like them doing it. You feel me? That has to be the toughest pill to swallow. Cause if I don't agree with what you're doing, but the badge is what exactly. holds us together, and we have to protect that. God damn, then I gotta just, yeah. you know, that's still that's no that excuse to not put somebody on the spotlight when you OD. do know. Because OD. there's a lot, there's a lot of that going on. And there's even movies about it too, where it's like, this shit must be going on if they're making movies about it. Where oh. there's covering up, there's people, you know, just are, we're blue, we're, te- you know, like blue, blue team, team and blue. stuff like that. It's almost like a gang. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. But, I think we, we pretty much talked everything yeah. about that topic. This topic just, is bringing my mood down, yeah. man. Nah, I was going to say, like, Nick. I was going to come in here talking about sex bots. <laughs> the future of, like, intimacy and stuff like that. Nah, I was, was going to say. Because this movie that me and G saw, I'm telling you, you and Brittany uh, should watch this shit tonight. The one last point I want to throw, just to get it off my chest, is um, before we get into sex bots and all that, is, bro. There's been in situations where, like, I don't know if we if we've been fighting or something. I don't even know. And you and if if you've ever said I can't breathe, wouldn't that make the other person be like, I, damn, I'm doing what, yeah, the most. I, like I I should stop. Like if yeah. I heard I can't breathe, okay, that's it. You won, bro. There shouldn't be no no thought there shouldn't be no like it's like a lack of like morality or even compassion when it comes to it i don't know if that's something you learn as a cop when you're going through training and stuff like that but you know like a i don't give a fuck attitude or is it deeply a deep hatred towards that that person or his race it's like bro you're taking the job you're taking your prejudices here we go and, (laughs) and personal ideals into your job no they they have to be separate Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You cannot be doing that. Yeah, but Especially that's not if every somebody's cop. unarmed too. The guy is handcuffed. There's three other cops in the area. Where, what more can that? Where's, where's this guy going? Bro? What like, more can that man do? Exactly. What more can he do? Yeah, that's what that that gets me tight. It's the fact that you got that guy surrounded. Yeah, you know, even if it's two against one, that's a tough battle for that one against two people. Now yeah. you got four against one. Bro, get the knee off his neck. Yeah. Just, like, I, that's why that, that that guy has to be sentenced for the rest of his life. And yeah. the other three, too. For not doing anything. For not doing jack. Yeah. And then, if you were if you were somebody walking by, like, you know, just like a pedestrian, and you wanted to help, 
your ass is gonna be next. So it's like somebody with that uniform has to step up. That's how I feel. Yeah. Um, especially the dude. I don't. I mean, cause I only saw the video once, and then I don't like seeing videos like that too, cause it's just disgusting. It's like I don't. I don't even know. I yeah. People feel. I feel like people reposting it, reposting it, as if it's like almost entertainment. It's like I. I don't need to see it a thousand times. Yeah. You know. So Killer Mike was like, it's like murder porn. Yeah. Continually being in your face to make you feel some type of way. Right. It's not entertainment. Like you just said, it's not entertainment. That's it. I saw it once, bro. That's it. Right, right, right. So, um, so yeah. And that's, that's, we didn't even get into quarantine. So like, even after that, you still got to go back into your house and you're still locked up. And you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You almost feel like you're trapped. So, I mean, I know, um, or I've heard, I don't know if this is a fact or not, you know, how Instagram rumors are. But New York is supposed to reopen June 8th, 9th, and 10th or something like that. Is that the, is that the case? We, got, we could always double check. But um, quarantine, I mean, for the people who are listening, how has quarantine been for you? And then I can say for me. Well, for myself, bro, I've been chilling. I know. Chilling, lazy, and I I, at, at points unmotivated. But I've also realized that... Uh, I've spent more time with you, people in the house. How's that um, been? Spending more time with me. That shit, bro, is uh, it has its fa- his his ups and its downs. Wait, what was the downs? I need, I need some space with you too. What's the it's, downs? Nah, there's no downs. I'm playing with you. Ah, but nah, at the end of the day, like I've had to, the time to understand more about myself, more about what I want to do when I, you know. Get back into the workforce, um, and more of a, yo, what, make it happen. Like, what do you want to make happen? Make it happen, and do that to your fullest abilities. Don't make excuses, cause life's too short. Yeah. And um, you only got time in your hands. You're fighting time. You're not fighting anybody else but time. Yeah, I feel like my the biggest challenge with this quarantine for me has been procrastination, like OD. Because at least when pre-quarantine life, there was always like time slots for me where I knew no matter what, I had to go to work. No matter what, I had to get the gym. Now, because there's no like, uh, there's not like that extra, I don't know, not pressure, but just that push where it's a, no, it has to be done because I'm in the house. Um, I'm bored in the house, bored in the house, bored. It's more like, you know, it's like a mental discipline type of challenge now where it's like, do I feel? It's more like I got to go against how I feel because there's more times where I feel like I don't want to do shit mm-hmm. than there is that I want to get this done. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, just that procrastination, trying to get back into like that discipline mindset of like, damn, I've been on my phone for way too long. <laughs> I even set up the whole day. Yeah, or <laughs> sometimes it's just, like, just the whole day. Um. So yeah, but being in the house, I haven't. From you know, I know the myth or the the joke is like, yo, you going in your house? You've been in the house for so long, you losing your sanity. I feel pretty relaxed in my crib, or even in my room, because I don't have a whole house. I don't got the money like that yet. But in my yeah. room, um, feel pretty relaxed. Like I'm, I don't feel like I'm. <laughs> What's the movie Shank uh, Redemption? Hand Shank Redemption. I think so. I don't know. I fucked that up, but I don't feel like I I'm going crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, nah, the same here. I mean, that's why I take my sanity. That's why they call sanity walks. But I don't really feel insane. I just feel like I just need to take a walk though. Yeah. Cause you get just you get that stir crazy like feeling in the house when you're just in the house seeing the same people. You're in the same spot, <laughs> almost like you never went to bed. You know what I'm saying? And you're just watching people coming coming in and out, going up and down. I'm just like, ah, I need to see water. I got to see trees. I got to see people. Because sometimes you forget, like, imagine just a world with nobody here but you and the people in your house. <laughs> Holy shit, you'll go fucking crazy. So this movie that I saw the other night, it kind of hits that, but not really. The movie's called 2050, and it... It poses a lot of questions that um, are, are pretty like interesting. Um, the movie's about like it's about like robots being put into the picture, which is kind of down the near future. 
20 if you think about 2050 we're in 2020 it's only 30 years away um but you know the question is like if you could customize your lover would you hell no why not <laughs> because that defeats the whole purpose of like finding love that became that now you just made it a game opposed to finding somebody who's just out there already how she is or he is uh-huh but you're making right. you're making now, somebody for you right but you could say there's a lot of like human problems that come up in life right so you're getting a sex bot I don't know, man. That's basically what you're talking. If me. it was up to that level, <laughs> that it wasn't that movie where it does, bro. Everything about this sex bot had it looked human to a T. Perspiration, like body heat, everything. And obviously, it's actual actors, so it's not machines. But that was the whole point. Like they would look this real. They would look like a, as if it was a human being. Um, no. <laughs> I was like, G, yo, I was like, yeah. When is it being delivered can, to this house? <laughs> Should I be expecting something on the front porch tomorrow? For me, it would have to be at that level like it was in the movie, that level of technology. Because they were saying how you could program, you could switch the program of the bot, right, um, from your computer. If you wanted to change the hair color, personality, language, you could do that in a second, get sent to whatever, and they'll change it for you right there, boom. So, and it's not just the sex bot. It, in the movie, it was also hitting, like, for a lot of people, it's a good thing because there's people in this world who have trouble communicating. So it's more as, like, a, a, a incubine, like a pal, like a mate, a friend, for some people to talk to. Yeah. You know? And do a lot of, I mean, obviously, there's going to be a lot of sexy, <laughs> crazy, weird sex things going on, but... That's, that's what humans will be say, doing. That's too. not o- the only that's thing like you're doing thing, with but it. Yeah, it'll be a companion. Yeah. Um. Do you feel like the intimacy would be there? Like, would it work? Uh, I think. Could you see yourself falling in love with one? No, I say for the simple fact that maybe my sexual needs are met. Yeah. But I'm not emotionally stimulated because I know at the end of the day that this is a robot. And not a real life person. I think it's almost like you got to see this movie (laughs) because what you're seeing is not a robot at all. Not even like a slightest percentage. What you're seeing, feeling in the movie is a person. Yeah. So that's why I say it feels at that level. I'm thinking of the movie Her. No, remember the movie Her when he falls he falls in love with his AI. Right, but that's he never gets to see her. This he one is a full to, like everything. But she orders everything for him, remember? She she got him a a girl so he could he could somewhat have like a relationship through that like she could have it through that girl with yeah, him. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then she would do everything for him, check emails. She, right, right. All that stuff. I'm thinking like that. But you're saying like this is a full out person who is just a robot and is made for you. Like you set these settings. You set it, yeah. For you. That's, I mean, that's scary. Uh, that's scary. At the end of the day, you know it's a robot because you obviously ordered that shit yeah. from Amazon or wherever you got that from. <laughs> <laughs> so you already know it's a bot. It's just a matter of you, if you can make that connection, but I don't think you, it's, a human connection is different from a robot. It's ah, a human but you would be surprised, bro, when people are, when you're pouring your deepest secrets, feelings to this this bot, but this it's called like a mate, like an e-mate in yeah. the movie, who's not judging anything you say, who's hearing to your every word, who's literally there um, to give you love. And that's it. That's its only function is to give you love. It sounds like a dog. Nah, but in a way, you like see how... unconditional love. Unconditional post. love, exactly. So... Um, I can see how some people can fall in love with <laughs> of like course. the character in the movie. You'll see, spoiler alert. In a way, he kind of like starts falling for this thing, but um, it was also due to some things that weren't really going right in his normal human relationship. The communication, his also his wife wasn't really trying to do shit that he was trying to do, like role play. And when you're in a marriage, 
and this is supposed to be the your soulmate or you know the person who's supposed to be down for your everything they don't want to do the one thing that you know what i'm saying they're not trying yeah. to be open-minded like that you can see how some people will turn to other options and people are doing this shit right now yeah. we don't have to look that far in the future <laughs> when i went to montreal there was a sex shop that me and uh, steven and his girl we just stopped but i wasn't really trying to get in there but um i wasn't gonna say no and when i was in there i didn't i didn't leave the store it was pretty interesting but they got <laughs> shit in there bro that looked realistic like everything was on point every there's everything you could think of it just looked like a uh uh oh what's the name um charlie chocolate factory or just dildos and oh fucking God. twerking uh fucking <laughs> twerking cheeks uh everything bro so you stayed the night nah nah <laughs> they were kicking me out so um people are doing this shit today so I mean, it's a big, it's huge in Japan. Yeah, I know. I know they were starting to 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 actually have a bot that could perform sexual mm-hmm. needs for people. Cause they remember their thing over there. They don't see sex as a like taboo type of thing. Yeah, that you can go for your nut and people wouldn't judge you. You know, through a yeah. whatever. No, the camera. But um, yeah, nah. I mean. The point that the movie made in, at one point in the movie was saying how, you know, we kind of fall victim to society's views on love where it's supposed to be this one thing. You're supposed to ha- be in love with one person and et cetera, et cetera, where in reality, love is, man, complicated. You might have a thousand needs where your partner might not fulfill. And what are you supposed to do at, at that point? Just put up with it? So... It also asks a question. Do you feel like you could have both? Yes. Yes. Okay. But it was, Is that cheating? That's what I would say. I, I think it comes down to me and my girl talking about <laughs> having a robot <laughs> that does the same thing she does. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Cause, like, I'm not going to say you, better, but like, you know, does the same thing. That's kind of. That's Is kinda, it cheating? That's kind of messing with somebody else. Even though it's not real? Yeah, if they give you that same type of feeling, yes. I think it would be. Uh, I don't know. That was a hard question for me to like digest because I was like automatically, no, that's not cheating. But then Gio, you know how this nigga is. He goes and he tells me, so let's say you were coming home from work, bro, and you just had a bad day, you know, long day, and you open up the door and turn left, and you just see your girl getting railed by this robot. But it looks like a human being. Yeah. You could be cool with that. Like, I was like, damn, when you put it that way, <laughs> that's, that's, that's tough, bro. Nah, nah, that's, that shit would definitely, definitely grind my gears. I'm, I'm not. But I was like. I'm that, walking right back into my car and going back to work. Yeah. <laughs> but if you have the same, I don't know. I feel like if you also have that, you have your own bot, it's like. You, I, I feel like there has to, that's a special level of couple right there to to be able to put put up with that and be okay with that. That's yeah, a very that's special like, level of couple because you have to be super open minded for that to be allowed and be okay. I think that and humble yourself where you don't feel jealous because another man or thing is satisfying your woman in ways that you couldn't. You should be you should be okay with that because at least. You know, at the end of the day, you're in love with the idea of her and not that thing. Okay. That's what the guy was saying in the movie, too. Yeah. It was like, I know, like, I, I had this thing because they were going through this shit in the movie. And he goes, what I realized is I'm in love with you, not the idea of having this bo- this robot. I thought you said this bozo. <laughs> this, this, yeah. <laughs> nah, yo. That's tough, bro. That's like when couples also like have threesomes and they're okay with that third person being like their toy, kind of. But imagine quarantine right now. This shit would be booming. Yeah, it would be. (laughs) You know what I mean? Single dudes are out here. Make it, bro. Fucking make this sex bot for everybody. I'm not making that shit. It's going to come, though. Someone's making it. Yeah. You know what I mean? People are in their homes, dudes and girls, who are just like, fuck. I don't got nobody, nobody to cuddle up with. You could have had the sex bot. Just yo, it defeats the whole human connection, the whole human intimacy, the whole whole thing when it comes to you 
that's bonding the, yeah. with that person that if you start having feelings for her, yeah that's the yeah, one worry like having feelings for somebody no i'm saying <laughs> what the, the one worry would be like it might substitute humans because if yeah. now you fucking with this robot this sex bot so much that you're not even connecting with a regular person anymore who's gonna be making babies who's gonna have families yeah worse. So i was like the Damn. scary thing is the fact that we kind of do that already we we're connecting with people digitally opposed to face to face so it's kind of like the same thing you know what i'm saying uh, we're having these like, different world. supposedly intimate conversations connections through social media which in reality that person could be having multiple connections you're using a lot of big words right now in quotations. <laughs> so I'm nah, going to need you to break that down for in, me because I haven't <laughs> been in a office setting in a while. Yeah. So. Nah, all, uh, all in break all is that me. we're having connections online that we think are really meaningful but aren't. Opposed to a connection that you make with somebody that is like this. Human to human interaction. Human to human contact. And where you can't describe that feeling, you know when that person likes you and you you like them, and y'all rock with this connection y'all have, and it goes on to bigger and better things. Yeah. But what about Facetimes? Cause like, I have my fair <sighs> share. And I did you like really feel that connected to that person you yeah. were talking to? I it's almost know. like the movie Her, but it's even better because you can see her face. Yeah. After a while, for me, Facetimes don't work because it's like. I'm being te- I'm being basically teased with seeing you through a phone, but I actually want to see you like with without the phone, like in person. I want to feel you, touch you. Uh, you just talk sound to thirsty you. and horny, bro. Like, damn, you can't I just build wanna, that I wanna first. Connect you can't with build that a foundation over the phone for a couple no. weeks, maybe a Not month or two. A month or two, you're bugging. That that's the that's the question right there. How long can you Facetime somebody without seeing them? Um, for me, uh, my longest has been a month or two. God damn. Yeah. Nah, after that, and then how did you feel? You felt like, ah, uh, this is kind of boring. Nah, I felt like, you know. You see? You I felt like you I felt like when I got on that FaceTime, it was like, oh, shit, I'm connecting again with my friend. <laughs> so, up that. it was almost like a routine. Like, I would go, I would wait till the nighttime, and then FaceTime. <laughs> And it was just like a recap of their day or my day. Or nah, I pretty much was just boring. listening. But yeah, it worked. Nah, it was cool. It was cool. That's it was just cool. But what did you want that recap in a restaurant, talking over some food? Oh, this man got chatting. money. This man got money. And seeing that person? Like, wouldn't that be nah, Yeah, it'd be, it'd be better. Of course. But, um, you know, not not that's everybody I, not everybody's as close as you think. Sometimes, that's also true, too. You know, long distance kind of... Uh, puts a pause to all that and we would i'm i'm not gonna drive two hours away just to see somebody in the restaurant you bugging <laughs> no <laughs> not even an hour bro you, you I, damn. driving is not fun i don't know you're who. really a savage this is not I'm driving two hours to see if i was single and i was ready to meet someone new i'm driving the two hours just to chill with that person oh yeah all right. chill and chat i'm a chatter bro you know i'm a chatter you're not so. driving two hours to chat I'm driving two hours to chat. Then you see, you came and said what I was driving. I'm driving two hours to chat. Like, nah, you've never <laughs> done that shit. And if anything, I remember the one time you did, but it was because you were in a relationship. So I was driving. <laughs> I was driving the hour uh, and a half. No. Um, how far was it? Because we were here, I think. Or we were at the house. Oh, and we God. went down to, you know where. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm going to say an hour and a half. I drove the hour and a half <laughs> to just sit there taking selfies and be a third wheel. Thanks, like, Butler. <laughs> <laughs> people don't, you know, people don't give me my respect, my flowers. I want my flowers, man. I'm the best wingman in 2020. Ah, right, shit. But yeah, um, this is a good point to wrap it up. Yeah, I know. How long is it? An hour? It's almost 51 minutes. It's perfect. Yeah, it's almost 10. I got another movie on schedule to watch with my man G-Baby. Whoa, Paul. You know, I mean, we mature adults here, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just, I feel like a lot of the movies I've been watching has been eye-opening, too. So that's one thing I've been doing a lot, as you know, I know. in yeah. quarantine. Besides the other hobbies, the running, um, got my piano coming. 
Hey. So, you know, I'm about to be on my Beethoven little Beethoven shit. right here. So, you know, um, that's another thing. I know the protests and everything people are doing are great. Uh, along with that, not to take away from that, but you should also take this time to empower yourself and keep keep adding on to what you're doing. Just get strength, strengthen up yourself, stronger yourself, read more, learn more things. So then you could take over those positions. So, Facts. you know, if it has to do with picking up a language, picking up a skill, anything. Like, this is, it's always been the time to do it, but this is the time <laughs> to do it even more. Yeah, all day. Well, I don't know what you want to Nah, say. I don't have to say shit after that. So, yo, <laughs> anyways, I wanted to try this out, but, um, you know, this has been You Think It, We Speak It. Uh, one thing that you get from here is three L's. A laugh, a lesson. <laughs> I forgot the last. And one. a Lugo, nigga. And a Lugo. Come on, <laughs> you always. That's not it. That's not it. <laughs> I wrote it down. Oh yeah, find that. A laugh, a lesson. That's smooth. Oh no, no. All right, so it's because I, I was. Do rushing. it again. Take two. Eh. So, this has been you thinking we speak it as always. I've been Brian. I'm Jerry. This is Jerry. Um, and this, if there's one thing that you got from this show, it's definitely a laugh, love. <laughs> And uh, fuck, I'm fucking up. And a, and a lesson. lesson. Come on, and a lesson, man. <laughs> well, that's take. That's your first time saying that, bro. But I like yeah. that at the end like, of the show. That's what I want to. You know, that that's what the show's about. Yeah. And we just never put it in words. So we finally put it into words. Laugh, love, lesson. And last, and our last names are L Lugo. So four L's. You can't take. I mean, in this case, you could only take one L. Uh, the other L's kind of cuff right now. So yo, I'm taking polls out now. If you want to drop your numbers. Drop, you know, uh, give me a specific date. What's your favorite recipe? Something that you like to do. <laughs> Just woo me. Like, what would be the craziest thing you would do to get me? Let me know in the comments, in the DMs especially. Um, I'm, you know what I mean? Quarantine's about to be over, so you never know how this this stock right now is going to be ended up. It's going to rise. Stupid. It's going to drop. It's going to be taken. So invest your coins now is what I'm saying. Invest. <laughs> in the Brian Lugo market. Peace. Jeez. Like the little rapper? Yeah.